I'm Sean Lemmy. John Odney. Colin Westman. Matt Carstens. And this is Top Ten Thursdays. Like I promised last week, we're uh, taking a page out of the book of old TV sitcoms and putting together a clip show for y'all. Some of our favorite moments from these past uh, 20-odd shows. We thought you'd enjoy hearing them again, and maybe this could be the episode that you show to your friends. And you're like, hey, hey. How about this, huh? Yeah, pretty good, eh? Or, hey, this thing sucks. I hate these guys. Anyway, enjoy. I'll see you next week. I kind of look forward to the new Nick Nick Cage trailers because... You never know what you're going to get. I mean, I could not believe they were making Ghost Rider 2. <laughs> yeah, and I cannot believe they thought people would go to a movie by showing Ghost Rider P. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That was the best part. <laughs> yeah, piss it on fire. No. Yeah. It's... How do you think they filmed that? Well, it's obviously all CG. <laughs> no, I think they probably gave him like a gas hose and uh, some sort of... No, I think they just like, lit his pee on fire. He like drank a bunch of gasoline. <laughs> and I... peed out pure. <laughs> it's unfiltered. Probably had surgery. I mean, he, I mean, he really commits himself. You know? Shit runs right through Nick. <laughs> fire is very purifying. I think any infection would be just burned uh, at, immediately. Uh you know, in the trailer, it's quite funny, It's, it, but it is out of context. When you see the movie, as you have, you notice that he's actually trying to bring a smile to the devil's child and make him laugh a little bit. And what better way than to pee fire to make the devil's son laugh? How about Brendan Fraser? I think he'd be good if he stuck to being in, like, a, a side character capacity or something. Like, if he wasn't the star of all this movies. He just doesn't really look like a starring man anymore because he's kind of bloated these days. He just looks weird it's on camera. He's not getting like Alec Baldwin thick. He's getting like no, a he's bad just thick. Flabby. <laughs> flabby. Bloated. He's getting like Val Kilmer beach boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about actors' weight. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really seem fair, does it? What's, I don't think any of this is going to seem fair. It's just funny, oh, like, it's funny how the 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 thickness, like, Alec Baldwin couldn't have aged more, like, appropriately. Like, his thickness is just the perfect ratio. Like, he's kind of fat. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he's kind of fat, but it's, you know, it's... Like it's signified it, fact. It, would, it wouldn't like jiggle if you shook him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, he's thick. He's like Kenji Jojo, like shaking a big boulder or something. Kenji Jojo isn't thick. thick. He's but, built. But oh, if you sorry. if you shake Brendan Fraser, he's <laughs> <laughs> just flying. Probably throw up. <laughs> 
He would throw it? <laughs> or would you throw it because no, you're so disgusted? I think he would. I think you both would. We both throw up. <laughs> You'd have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I just watched Brendan Fraser throw up. <laughs> Time for me to throw up. I don't know how this turned into Brendan Fraser is the fattest actor in the world. Someone that Sean can never forget and never forgive is Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> right? He's he's like the worst person. <laughs> is this all just... Shia dead? LaBeouf put out a comic book a couple weeks ago. It costs $20. They're fucking diary sketches. Like little shitty poems and one little fucking panel he drew with it. $20. Fuck you, Shia LaBeouf. Jesus Back the fuck down. People don't like you as much as you like your goddamn self. You're not Mr. Transformers, or you're not the next Indiana Jones. You're just some jerk who keeps getting cast and shit, because you can act all right. You're not amazing in anything. Their best performance is that Disney Channel movie we played, Retard Boy. <laughs> what was that? I loved that shot. I loved every second of that, by the way. I, I don't have strong feelings for Shia LaBeouf because I do think he's an all right actor, but again, he does seem like the biggest douchebag in the world. Like I feel like with any actor or most actors, like even if they're big stars, like the thing is, like they're trying to do good work. Their their heart's in the right place. But Shia LaBeouf seems like that guy who just like has all this money. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go get laid and <laughs> drive cars real fast and. I am Shadow's banging Megan Fox. Fuck yeah, of course I was. Yeah. Yeah, so that part definitely comes in. I guess I've never like read any stories about his... I haven't read that much, but he just seems like scum to me, really. Uh, I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Asteroids. Which, if you never played video games as a child, is a game where you play as a spaceship that's kind of shaped like a triangle. Kind of. And uh, you spin around, and you shoot asteroids. Shoot at asteroids. That's true. You don't shoot asteroids out of your triangle ship. You shoot lasers. That's okay. it. Okay, yeah, and here's, here's, here's the scoop. Here's, here's what I found on the web. In July 2009, it was revealed that Universal Studios had won the rights to adapt the game into a film. Matthew Lopez will write the script, and Lorenzo D. Bonaventura, Bonaventura will be producing. Uh, Lorenzo D. Bonaventura, in the past, produced uh, the Transformers trilogy, uh, Doom, and both of the G.I. Joe movies. Absolutely. Very reassuring. <laughs> of course. Now... There's no story to Asteroids, but I suppose it does have action and spaceships and stuff. What's sweet about the Asteroids movie is you can totally do, like, the deep impact opening with, like, Oh, my God, there's an asteroid heading for the Earth. All civilization will be wiped out. And then the pilot in the sweet spaceship came up, I got this one, Captain. And he just blows that fucker up. And that's just the beginning of the movie. It goes downhill from, I mean, I presume downhill from there. But that would be a pretty sweet opening, right? You could just... Be I like, feel like it'd be like they see one asteroid coming to the Earth, and the guy goes through it, and he blows it up, and then there's a whole like field of them coming out. He's like, there are so many asteroids, you idiot! And one just blows them up, and they're just like, oh, humanity's fucked. Yeah, that's... Let's call it Dennis Quaid. <laughs> I never had any reason to believe the asteroids would be heading towards Earth, though. 
Isn't like that what they meteors gotta. do? Well, they have to. It's pretty stupid if they're just like, well, there's asteroids, let's blow them up. <laughs> but they're like, oh, <laughs> part of the alien conspiracy. <laughs> oh, okay. The alien ships that look like asteroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get you. And then they get out in their cyber suits. <laughs> Cyber suits? Gotta have cyber suits. Cyber suits. Shit. Shit. Clay gets added in cyber suits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is this war fought in so this, cyberspace? So this is basically Space Battleship, the movie. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like, at least from trailers of Battleship. They're aliens in robot suits. Well, if it's sci-fi, they're going to put aliens in it. Because you need to have, like, a face for the enemy. You can't just have it be a force. <laughs> or it could be, like... Uh... No, 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 that's stupid. (laughs) I was just going to say, like, the asteroid's, like, alive. (laughs) Like, the soul of some other creature got into the asteroid. Or this is, like, a new asteroid that they haven't discovered. A new species of asteroid. That's a a living thing. No, I like to go with the souls. Like, they have the souls of people. That's not realistic in there. Like, like Dennis Quaid's father... He's like, what? That's right. soulless in him, so he can't blow it up. I, I'd be down. played by? I'd be down with that if, uh, if you could father. put Let's some see. science behind it. Like, they discover that, like, souls actually do. <laughs> so, the, the thing they don't tell you. I need uh, some midichlorian shit in there. Yeah. I mean, the solution we always come up with for an asteroid falling towards the Earth in movies is let's blow it up. Well, that's the dumbest thing you could actually do with an asteroid because then you it just blows up and then a bunch of asteroids hit the Earth. Well, yeah, but what you actually do is you just push it out of the way and then it can't hit the Earth. But yeah. that would make such a lame movie. But if you blow it up into smaller pieces, won't they burn up in the atmosphere? If they're really small, but I mean... I think that's how this movie's got to be, though. They're like... Because that's what asteroids is. They In the game, it, they break apart and you got to blow up the smaller yeah. pieces. So that's what they're going to do for the movie. Well, how do you know? They, they're, it, they're not going to make it like the like the. No, game. they are. Yeah, they're they would. They the get spaceships and they're going to be spinning around the and Earth flying out of control. Trying to blow up all the tiny ones. I don't know about you guys, but, but my asteroids experience was just spinning out of control and then getting killed <laughs> by like the little pieces of something I just blew up. I don't know about you guys, but this sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. I like the part about Dennis Quaid's father inhabiting the essence of the... So that's why he can't blow it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so is that why, like, it, the movie ends? Because it's, like, game over? <laughs> it ends at a... It has a bad ending. Like, everyone he dies. just crashes into it. Yeah, I can't then, do it. I can't kill my father. Because no one... Has anyone beat Asteroids? Can you beat it? Or <laughs> oh, do you just go for a, do you, Or do you go for a high score? Uh, well, with these old arcade games, what does happen is eventually it just craps out. You get what's called a kill screen, where you just go as far as it can go. I, I don't know if Asteroids is one of the games like that, but that could be the case where it does have just a, an ending. So would this would this uh, movie have a kill screen or a game over? Game over being that everyone dies. <laughs> kill screen being like the movie is in mid-progress and it just... <laughs> <laughs> you have to give it more money to see the rest of the movie. <laughs> Usher comes down the aisle and was a little happy. It's like a collection plate. Yeah. Sounds kind of cool. I mean, the way we would talk. No, it doesn't. What am I talking about? Can Nick Nolte awful. play Dennis Quaid's father? Is yes. he old enough? Uh, better be careful. You'll be an asteroid like me. See, it'd be great. Yeah, he, not if he narrates it, though. That'll be, that'll be way too gravelly.
But let's let's move ahead to another beloved children's game, Don't Wake Daddy. Now, this was one that I never really got to play, but I've always wanted to. Still, I want to play this game because commercials make it look like a lot of fun. Does anyone have any experience playing this? I have. I played it. It was like the scariest thing ever as far as I recall. This has to be a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think of that. See, that's the thing, though. It's a game for kids, and now you're going to alienate them. (laughs) Well, yeah, but kids these days, like, don't. They no. don't play board games. This and, is for our generation, yeah. basically. Like, this is for, like, the kids that are like, oh, 90s? That's cool. Yeah, I remember that. Yo, post this on Facebook, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But, like, you know, this is, this is like, horror with, like, a little bit of comedy, but then it's, like, really violent, so it's... Oh, man, it's <laughs> Wait, are you suggesting Daddy kills the children? <laughs> Well, this is like... Son, I told you to go to bed. <laughs> now you die. I imagine this is like like that stepdad movie. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't wake up your father. He's been at work all day. He'll be so angry. And then, the you know, in the trailer, there's the the one shot where the dad just goes... Whoosh, like, straight Sit up and straight bed. up just like in the board game. <laughs> it's like... Argh! And everyone in the theater's like... Woo! Yeah, get him, daddy. <laughs> so, the question is... Who plays Daddy? Uh, <laughs> how about Jason Bateman? <laughs> no, scary. How about Brian Cranston? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty intimidating. That'd be pretty scary. And he has a lot of experience playing a father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's definitely scenes where he's like super nice, you know. Yeah, like, like he's he's putting on his Malcolm in, Malcolm in the Middle face. Yeah, and then, but like. He's got this job where he's got to get up really early in the morning. <laughs> that has to be like really like arduous job to like sheet metal worker or something. Is this all in one night? Is he like wake up? No, no, every- no, 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 no. What happens is the kids keep waking up every night, driving him more and more insane as every night passes and he's woken up until he just goes beyond the breaking point and has to destroy his family. <laughs> is there a, is he a single parent? I don't think so. I think I think, I think God have the mother to sacrifice herself for the children. <laughs> maybe. Maybe the maybe they did have both parents, but then he like killed the mother, and they, but they didn't know about that, and they yeah. found out later. Yeah, I like that. What's that sound? Don't wake daddy. Oh, oh, I'm so afraid. Don't wake daddy. He's coming for me. Don't wake daddy in theaters. As if Disneyland hadn't made enough money. The next one on our list is the Magic Kingdom. What's up with this, John? So, John Favreau and Walt Disney Pictures uh, plan to produce and release a film concerning a family at Disneyland, which finds the theme park characters and attractions coming to life. I still am not entirely sure what that would be. Now, would they go to Disneyland and it's like a night at the museum thing and they all come to life? Like the Walt Disney statue and the country bears and stuff. Or is it like the Haunted Mansion where it's, you know, Disneyland isn't isn't a thing that they know about, right? They, like, walk into a magical world on accident. But he just said it's like Disneyland and they come to life. Yeah, right? they, they still go to Disneyland and it's still all the Disneyland things. We're like, what the fuck is this? This is, this is suspicious. 
This is unexpected. I thought we were just going to visit this. No, they they go. They're in Disneyland. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? But so, <laughs> so, so it's then Westworld like, then. No, they come to life. Not like they come to life as like killer robots. They're just you know, like the country bears would be like real bears, I guess. <laughs> Or something like the movie, The Country Bears. I got you. All right, I'm on board. <laughs> and then you got the what are other characters in Disneyland? I, I, like I mean, aside from Disney many. characters, I guess I do like, like Dumbo and Mickey. Yeah, the Splash Mountain Deliverance guys. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made that. Yeah, see, they should be making that new movie, Splash Mountain. Is that the one that's like really messed up? Is that the Burr Rabbit one? Yeah, I think so. That right, it's like hell scary. <laughs> I imagine that movie's like hella racist and stuff. <laughs> it's like Sonic's of the South. <laughs> I like, I'd like to see the country bears fight the Splash Mountain guys. They should be like really Are they serious. real bears? <laughs> they were in the movie, The Country Bears. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I'd, I'd really like to see them go head to toe. Like It's like Snow White and the Huntsman. It's like they're taking it really seriously. <laughs> like, it's a war on. And then, like, the family has to go, like, get help from Walt Disney because he's, like, alive now. And he's played by Robert Downey Jr. Is that really <laughs> anti-Semitic? Let me show you the real Disney. Wait, wait, none of you are Jewish, right? <laughs> is that who the bad guy is? He's, he's like, this Jewish guy who's tried to take up the Disney, Disneyland. Jason Siegel. Yeah, Disney's hella going to produce this movie. <laughs> Jason Siegel going to take over Disneyland. He's got the country bears on his side. <laughs> No Why are the country bears so what you were, a big part of this movie? What, what you were proposing, it sounds like they're all fighting for... Uh, Survival? Well, like territory. Because they have like the different lands in each yeah. of Disneyland. So each one's trying to take over the other lands until they have all of Disneyland. Uh, let's just assume the country bears are like the most powerful. <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> just trying to so does that mean everything. like C-3PO and R2-D2 are in this movie? I think so. We got Future World. Didn't they change that ride? Did they? That's what? Like, does it have generic knockoffs of C three six O? Is it not Star Wars anymore? I, for some reason, I thought it wasn't Star Wars anymore. Still, they got Zorg and Buzz Lightyear and Honey, we shrunk the audience. Honey, we shrunk the audience. Rick Reddis will come to life <laughs> in three D. That part's in three D. Just Rick Reddis is in three D. He just comes out the movie screen. He's like, he's like giant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like what I'm hearing from Magic Kingdom, the movie. <laughs> so, someone else needs to talk right now. I can't even get <laughs> So, what are the other worlds? Was I, it's Tomorrow like a Western land. world. There's... Right? Yeah, that's the that's where they got like Thunder Mountain. Thunder and, Mountain. Uh, I'm not sure what else is there. Ooh. Yeah. See, <laughs> knowledge of Disneyland is. Um. There's we like the wild for, one. Yeah. I'm just wild saying we, we kind of forgot about the family. There's a family in this movie. Oh yeah. Well, like there's already a loose <laughs> pitch for an idea. Maybe this family's just caught up in the middle of this. Like they, they had to climb the Matterhorn and everything, and I guess. Pirates of the Caribbean is also in it. Johnny Depp's in it. <laughs> Johnny Depp's in it. I imagine this, so it's like, who framed Roger Rabbit? 
but it's like a huge war too. <laughs> I imagine being like the diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> this poor family's just trying to live through this ridiculous conflict. <laughs> Maybe Walt Disney's the bad guy. Maybe. Yeah, but Disney's not gonna make a movie where Walt <laughs> Disney is the bad guy. That's true. <laughs> We just have to take everything to the most extreme. We're going to get sued get... for this portion of the podcast. The mouse is going to come after us. Uh, moving on, we have Slinky. It's... Uh, oh. I don't need to explain it's Slinky. It's a string that goes down the stairs. So here's the rumor. Henry Vera Villanueva, the president and CEO of H2V Entertainment, is directing a CGI animated feature tentatively titled Slinky, a magic quilt. A magic quilt? <laughs> quilt? That's what I quilt. Like I a blanket? That's all I read. So I does it read the... even have anything to do with Slinky? Yeah, it is. I mean, some involvement. Like the name? <laughs> well, Slinky's a very popular toy. Kids be like, I know what a Slinky is. I'm gonna go see Slinky <laughs> Magic Quilt. Let me let me check this out to see what this quilt is exactly. Because <laughs> is it like a quilt like that you sew? <laughs> what I imagine for a Slinky movie is have you guys seen the film Stealth? Okay, so you're gonna take this in a totally different direction. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing trailers for it. I was thinking the movie sounds like they have something. That movie with like the uh, jet pilots and one was like a robot. One's a robot. It's it's like a plane that flies itself. Jamie Foxx. They're like, this is the best weapon ever. But then it betrays them and they have to bring it down. (laughs) So the Slinky, I imagine, it's like, we've invented the ultimate weapon. It has infinite propulsion. It can't be stopped as long as it has a slight decline to go down. (laughs) But then it's out of control and they have to stop it. And it could be, I guess it could be Jamie Foxx. That's about, <laughs> that's about what he's doing these days. Well, so you said it, the actual plot is it's a magical quilt. <laughs> I don't know what that means, John. That was just the name. I'm sure that's so what with the plot. Is that like a magic carpet, but warmer? You know, the more the more I read about this, I mean, has anyone ever heard of H2V Entertainment? No. This sounds like straight to DVD. Probably like, is. <laughs> I've just uncovered more information. The main character is, and this is, comes from the guy who owns H2V. The main character is a big Indiana Jones type slinky. And uh, oh, okay. he's on an adventurous quest. So but he, it's a character driven film, like Ice Age. So he is a slinky. <laughs> yeah, the character is a slinky. How do you anthropomorphize a slinky? How do you how do you he make that eyes, a relatable he like thing? Arms that he jumps Where do you put eyes on a slinky? Like googly eyes on the top of the slinky. <laughs> oh, maybe they'll do it like it's a slinky animal. Like the top part is an animal, and then there's like slinky dog. Mm? No. But that's already been done. So I mean, it's. it's I mean, that, they already had a Slinky in Toy Story. This is also a Slinky, so I don't see why it can't be. Because there are Slinkies that are animals. Yeah, like in Toy Story. Yeah, but there, are, there are other ones. I don't think so. I think they'll do it. Just a normal Slinky. They'll just be a normal Slinky? Yeah, because what you're talking about makes way too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slinky with googly eyes. And they'll have some really shitty, like, B-list actor or something. 
have like Chris D-list, Klein like, or something. Like D-list, like Alan Thicke. Aw. Oh. <laughs> Alan Thicke can't play Slinky. He's got to be like Slinky's dad. Yeah, that's why I meant to be like a background uh, character. And Alan Thicke is Slinky's dad. Will Sean Connery be in it? The voice of Slinky. Because <laughs> he was in that, what was that movie he was in? That really shitty looking CGI movie. I just remember the subtitle was like, The World's Greatest Granddad. He's like, they're destroying the dam. Stop it. He rides a skateboard. <laughs> like, awful. I imagine, yeah, Slinky's going to be that caliber, so he could have very well have it's Sean got Sean Connery. Connery's voice and Alan Thicke's body. Wait, so there's people? It's not CG? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a maze? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, they motion capture Alan <laughs> <laughs> Did you literally just say a movie's going to motion capture Alan Thicke? Acting as a slinky. <laughs> Jumping up and crumpling down. Just to think that that sentence would ever get said. <laughs> Alan Thicke is going to be... Or Alan, this time we need you to jump headfirst down the stairs and then backflip out of it. I've never seen it's like 60 years old. <laughs> But he's got a lot of commercial appeal. Alan Thick in Slinky. Rolling into theaters this Colin is literally dying. Imagine this old guy jumping around. Just does it for me. He's in a skin tight green suit. Okay. Here's the pitch on the way, and a swing, and a drive into right center field, and flying over there on the run, reaching out to one-hand the ball. That man get the flying things. That's his second fine catch tonight, outrunning that sinking line drive in right center field, Franklin Gutierrez. And that's, the, of course, the late, great Dave Niehaus on the call. Um, will Franklin Gutierrez be effective at all? If he comes back and we are hoping and we are, you know, being positive in this podcast. So I think he will be so, Sean. Okay. So he spent last season uh, with a uh, leaky butt syndrome and <laughs> couldn't play at all. God, he is so immature. <laughs> it's like we can't mention Franklin Gutierrez once about, oh, looks like he's going to prove his It's player. just he's Sean. Gonna... Every oh, yeah. time last season we brought up Franklin Gutierrez, it's Sean's got to make a poop joke. It's anyway, so, so he comes to spring training this season, he hits a dinger, and then he immediately, like, dislocates his boob muscle. <laughs> oh, no. What are you, five years old? <laughs> Class it up, Sean. Class it up. Uh, are you referring to racist characters or space racism? <laughs> uh, just characters that seem kind of racist, like uh, the, the Gungans and... I feel like I, I feel like Nukin Race looks and sounds like an Asian person, and then I don't know Watto is he supposed to be like a Middle Eastern or I've heard people say like oh he's supposed to be like a Jewish shopkeeper I don't know if I'd go that far <laughs> but just because he has a big nose and because he has a shop I feel like that's going a little far but and a gambling addiction <laughs> <laughs> I don't know they do seem kind of racist some of these I mean I'm sure it wasn't intentional. But this that's kind of the effect. Happening. 
That's the one that like, come to me, me. <laughs> That's the one that like more than any. I never really connected that Jar Jar was supposed to be black or something because he is black, but but they all talk like that. So they all talk more like jive. <laughs> Doo doo jive. They all talk like uh, Mushmouth and Fat Albert. Who's out of reason? Who's it? But uh, I don't know. That, like that. That this could be happening. Like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds just like a really That's bad like a Japanese, Japanese accent. <laughs> like Sean can speak better fake Japanese than that. Yeah, but I'm actually trying to speak fake Japanese when I do that. There's there's one on here that I played that I don't think anyone else really knows anything about. That's a, a game called Act Razor, which you play as God in this game, which is pretty cool. It's basically uh, like a side-scrolling action game mixed with sim... Sim City, yeah, Sim City, not Sim Tower. So uh, I took it upon myself to just go to a local uh, video game collector store and buy the actual cartridge. Uh, that's a real cool title, though. And so do you do you play as God? Oh, I mean, you name yourself, but yeah, you're God. There's an angel who's like, let me. Help can you, you name out. yourself, bitch? You can name yourself, bitch. I just I always name myself God. God. Is it Christian or something? No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's not like, you know, punish these people for eating bacon or, you know, working on the Sabbath. It's just blow the monsters away or hit them with your sword real hard. So you wear the armor of God. Yeah. I want to play the, the punish, punish the sinner. Um, well, we're playing that in real life right now. It's called Prop 8. Um, let's, let's keep going. Uniraces. Uh, that was the part we've all been waiting for. Uniraces. John defends Uniraces. I thought you were going to say this is the one that you claim to be the best video game of all time. <laughs> Do it. Come at me, bro. What's the, what's the matter with Uniraces? How can you go wrong with this? Yeah, it's got a badass soundtrack. Okay. Sometimes. How come they didn't have people on the Uniracers? Why is it just these these random non-piloted unicycles running through these tracks? It's bad. The futuristic ass. society when only How is that bad? unicycles survive. <laughs> is this in the same uh, canon as like the Star Fox uh, puppets? Are they? Is this like another planet? There's like a planet of puppets and a planet of. Unicycle. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Doesn't have anything to do with anthropomorphic animals. I'm just saying, there's a planet full of unicycles that. All right, sure, why not? Are doing nothing but racing each other. <laughs> it's like cars. <laughs> Uniracers. Uniracers is so cool. I don't know if Uniracers could take over a planet. I like to think that they always inhabited the planet. But like anyway. Transformers. Sure. Right, keep Doesn't it. make any sense. Let's move this I don't think this is going to but make who sense. Who built the universe? They evolved. Who built John, that's, that's a chicken and the egg question. That's a chicken and the egg. Okay. <laughs> well, my only... Well, 
my main big problem with Uniracer is I, I find it so conceptually boring. <laughs> a unicycle with no one. Imagine we playing as a bowling ball that like goes down the stairs. Like it's fun and everything. It's just like so unappealing. You just press right. Uh, 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 oh, and, then, uh, uh. And, then, and then and then the track changes and you press left. Right. Let's not forget the parts we have to do tricks. Uh. <laughs> and you know, it's just fun to play a game that doesn't take itself seriously. And, you know, when you play this game, you just get the feeling that they're like, "All right, you spent money on this. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to get exactly what you thought you were getting." <laughs> we're going to throw in some rock and soundtrack. We're going to make you do sweet flips. Oh, you're gonna have dumbass names for all the characters, which are just unicycles. Uh, you guys ever go on the ET ride at uh, Universal Studios? No. Nope. Yeah, I remember that. It's pretty lame. Well, I remember enjoying that- it, but I was like six years old. Yeah, you like sit on a bike. It's not a real bike. It's a it's a ride bike attached to a machine that makes you go. Yeah, above miniature cities, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like the flying bike scene. It's like Peter Pan kind of ride, or is it bigger than that? Peter Pan ride. You know, like in the little kid section of Disneyland. This is a little kid section of Disneyland. <laughs> but the whole of Disneyland is for little kids. <laughs> well, you know, it's like a bunch of little rides. You know, I don't it, think I've been on that one. Come on, me. I remember me and when me and my friend Oliver were down there. Are we seriously talking about the Peter Pan ride? <laughs> well, I'm just not. I, I, I didn't know. I need to know. I didn't know that these guys didn't even know what the Peter Pan ride is. It's quintessential Disneyland magic. It's quintessential sci-fi discussion. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't even know why we're talking about. Oh we're yeah. Talking about we're talking the stupid ET ride. Now, it sucks. <laughs> I don't know why that's even relevant to the conversation. Aside from the fact no. that it has ET. When we were there. My mom but, wanted to go on the E.T. ride, but she had to get out of the line to help out Alex. That's great, Sean. <laughs> he just points out that you should be talking about this. You talk about it some more. Good job. Well, I want to hear the rest of Sean's story. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Enlighten <sighs> So I got to go on the ride instead. and I didn't like it that much. <laughs> Pretty lame story. <laughs> I like how it just kept getting lamer. And lamer. <laughs> yeah, I think ET is really that good. That wallows and lamest. But yeah, Russell. Jurassic Park. It's got the science fiction aspect. Yeah, like you were saying, it actually has the science at the beginning. That's really cool. I know when I was a kid and I saw it for the first time, I was like, "Yeah, why don't they do this?" Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. You just take the thing and put it in a frog. Good to go. <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that. Good yeah. to go. <laughs> instead, we just made, instead, we just made Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> yes. They took all the funding that would have gone to dinosaur making and put it into Crunchwrap Supreme technology. The best scientists in the world are working in the... Taco Bell Laboratories. <laughs> They're geniuses, man. They're so good. What if we take nachos and wrap it up, man? Oh, I got this idea. Dude, they made Doritos. Into <laughs> <Yeah>. a <shell. laughs> That's just what I was going to say. We cloned a Dorito into a taco shell. <laughs> I like that taco engine here. 
Yeah, I'm not really sure how Taco Bell relates to Jurassic Park, but <laughs> it's an interesting idea. I don't know. I like Jurassic Park, but again, I feel like it is so much of an action movie that, like, compared to some of these other ones, the themes aren't really quite as rich in terms of what technology does yeah, to us. Yeah, see, this is why I was looking at Colin when I defended the movie. The I think it's fine as a sci-fi movie. I'm just... As a movie, it's it's a it's a pretty entertaining movie, but I don't know if I'd put it as one of the top ten. So what about films. Jurassic Park? Well, that's another story. That one's got uh, kids eating their own fecal matter. Wait, which one are we talking about? Jurassic yeah. Park Three. I mean, uh, maybe it's not fecal matter; it's just pee. I feel. Yeah, I don't, what? I don't remember that. Never mind. What the hell I are you talking about? Remember this kid like like survived on his drinking his pee, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's it's suggested. Yeah, no. I like that you said fecal matter. <laughs> <laughs> no one eats fecal matter. That so would just hungry, kill you. I'm going to eat my poop. Yeah, didn't you learn anything from hearing about human centipede? <laughs> yeah, called. Should put that on. <laughs> Strong science. Teleporter devices. You know, you need to go somewhere. You walk in your teleporter. Boom, you're there in like a minute. Of course. A minute. I don't know. <laughs> what happens in that minute? Yeah, what takes so long? <laughs> it's going to load. I don't know. It's got a buffer. <laughs> so you can't go to the bathroom while you're in the transport? No. Well, unless you want to become a poop man. I feel like you could. Just... Why, why would you do that? I'm a poop man. <laughs> John wants to see that. He's like a superhero. <laughs> Who are you? I'm poop man. <laughs> I can't believe I can transporter devices. Now I'm a poop man. <laughs> I can't believe it takes one minute to be transported. <laughs> this guy's like, nope, I gotta go. <laughs> you gotta know them in. And everyone's just watching him. He's like, I'm going. <laughs> Are you. What do you mean they're watching? Who's watching? <laughs> Whoever's operating the teleporter. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. He's like, fixing it. He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> Wait, guys, I gotta go, I gotta go. No, we can't open it. We can't. They're just going for him. I feel like it would have to be like diarrhea. So we'd be like, diarrhea, man. Takes one minute. This is the main problem why John's idea is bad, because it can't take a whole minute. You're gonna have accidents. <laughs> What if this is like totally commonplace after a little while? Oh yeah, another poop man came out. <laughs> is being shot by a laser gun worse than being shot by a regular gun? Well, he was. That's that's the rub because you. Does it say that a lot yeah. now? <laughs> uh, th there's no consistent portrayal of lasers throughout all media. I mean. In in Star Wars, if you get hit with a laser at all, it seems like you're, you're dead unless you're a main character, and then you're just like slightly burnt. Uh, so I'm gonna say if you're hit by a laser, it's it's just so damaging you're dead. 
Does no matter th- where you're hit. Does it go through you? I don't think so. Are there like special types that go through you? Endless laser. Endless lasers. <laughs> you shoot someone, it goes through the planet. Okay, Sean, why would you personally want deadly lasers? <laughs> Infinite ammo. <laughs> Well, what if the what if the enemies you know get deadly lasers? Then <laughs> they have infinite ammo. <laughs> it's true, but then uh, then we're at a stalemate, aren't we? And the war's over because everyone has infinite ammo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not everyone. So said deadly lasers dead. will lead to world peace. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty I'm... sure infinite ammo leads to infinite death. Well, that's a bleak outlook. I, you know, I've seen Terminator. They got laser guns. <laughs> Not doing so well. Well, you got to make sure the robots don't have deadly lasers. <laughs> we'll get into that. But now, did, did deadly lasers, does that mean other kinds of weapons aside from guns? Oh, uh, you're talking like, like light a, sword, like lightsaber swords lightsaber, and stuff? Laser sword. That just seems really impractical unless you have magic <laughs> abilities. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because as we described, our laser guns can go forever. So why would you ever need... How would you ever get close enough to someone you wanted to kill? The, a laser sword would make sense. <laughs> Maybe it has like a laser like baton attachment or something. You know like how guns have like this knife on it so you jab them? You mean a, yeah. a bayonet? A laser bayonet for your laser yeah, gun? A laser, a laser bayonet on my laser rifle. Sounds awesome. I don't claim to be some sort of military tactician, but I'm pretty sure the uh, bayonet was because you, ca- you couldn't reload fast enough to kill somebody. You got infinite ammo. Yeah, yeah, infinite ammo. What if it jams, Sean? What if it jams? Jams what? Mass. If it jams, I'm sure your laser gun would explode, creating a black hole and ending the universe. <laughs> wait, wait. So you're telling me these laser guns could create black holes? <laughs> not that sound like a good idea. Of. I'm just saying that's one of many potential outcomes. <laughs> really want to talk about the next thing on our list. It's raining men. I think we're just going to listen to this whole thing really loud. Listening to this, probably for the first time outside of like a, a TV show or a movie or something where it's in the soundtrack or a commercial or whatever. Uh, so I, I got to hear the verse. <laughs> what I did not know before, like this last week, was this song is literally about it raining men. It is not a metaphor for like these women are surrounded by attractive men or something. It is straight up. A natural phenomenon. First time in history, it's going to start raining men. Yeah. It's clear. <laughs> like Bible times. <laughs> so, so does it still qualify if it's not liquid? If it's true. If it's people. <laughs> this is talking about men falling from the sky. That, that technically rains. It's like falling. Uh, but this is, this is a song by the Weather Girls it's off true. of their hit album, Success! And uh, how can you go how wrong? Could with it a lose? Name like that? Yeah. 
Uh, it's got a, a really funny music video too. It's a trip. <laughs> it's what like think, okay, yeah. I'm just curious. What do you think came first, the name of the group or the song? Did they call themselves the Weather Girls? And like, all right, now we need some songs about weather. No, I bet it was but, the other way around. It's like, oh, perfect. I mean, that kind of pigeonholes them, right? Now I feel like all their songs are about weather. Well, I, I was reading about it. I remember Paul Schaefer co-wrote it. And him and the other guy were like shopping it around to like a bunch of other artists. And they're just like, nah, we don't, we don't want this. <laughs> so then they found the Weather Girls, I guess. So I'm, gu- I'm guessing it came after the song, the name of the group. They are hilarious looking. Yeah, yeah they are. They're just two, two fat ladies, real big ladies. And it would be so funny when they fall yeah, from the that's building the in the music video. In the music video, they're like in a in an apartment or something. <laughs> and they look outside and like basically naked men are falling out of the sky. <laughs> they just open the window and jump out. And like their dress is ballooned up and it makes them look even fatter. <laughs> that was even possible. I have to see this video. I guess. It's- the next shot is the the naked men are giant and they like peel the roof off the house. The production value is so low. Even like it's just like not well made at all. It's, it's the weirdest thing. There it's, are like these shots in it that like make no sense. Like why that doesn't look good. It's, and then these things bizarrely long takes that it, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Who would have guessed that this song would be like popular and? <laughs> It's, it's been around for like 30 years now. People are still listening to this. Here's a good note. During an MLB baseball game, Arizona Diamondbacks and San Diego Padres on... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Diamondbacks first baseman Adam LaRoche had the PA system at Chase Field play the song during teammate Kelly Johnson's first two at-bats as Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I always thought it was about semen, but... Semen. Yeah. Well, there is. A, well, there's the part where he says, "I just wanna get." What, what is he that he? It's like soaked, soaked, soaked in men. Soaked in men. How can that mean something that's not disgusting? <laughs> <laughs> I like how many times it's been covered. Like on the Wikipedia, it's like at least three times. To the credit to the Weather Girls, they built this song out. Yeah, yeah they, they got. Thanks. No shame. So much conviction. They're just totally sincere about it. But uh, the song had been offered to Diana Ross, Donna Summer, Cher, and Barbara Streisand before being accepted by the Weather Girls. <laughs> See, <laughs> I like how they didn't even like. They accepted it. His comics were pretty cool, especially in the eighties with uh, Year One and uh, Frank Miller's Dark Dark Knight Strikes Again, or that whole series. Because yeah. I feel like before that, Batman comics were pretty cheesy. Like going back to the fifties and forties. Like Sean, you remember the Batman Boner comic? Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Joker schemes to, to pull Boner off the comic? Joker schemes to pull off the greatest boner of all time to make the greatest boner of all time happen because. Boner didn't used to just mean erection. Back back in the time, it just meant like a mistake, you know, a slip up. Like I I slipped on a banana. What a boner! 
And if so, you want, I could read a few panels. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, there's a whole comic dedicated to just Batman and Joker and Commissioner Gordon and Robin. They're all just talking about boners. The whole comic. <laughs> I got the page open right here. So right. it starts with this kid hold, holding a newspaper. You know, like, extra, extra. And the, dude, the headline is, Joker pulls boner of the year. And then, meanwhile, the Joker's hideout. And here's Joker. So they laugh at my boner, will they? I'll show them, I'll show them how many boners the Joker can make. <laughs> this emphasis on boners has given me an idea for a new adventure in crime. Gotham City will woo the day it mentioned the word boner. <laughs> and then you, got, then you got Robin and Batman. What does he mean, Bruce? How can he force you into a boner? I don't know. But whatever it is, it isn't good. That's for sure. Later, another in a bookcase. <laughs> There's only one thing to do. We've got to get to the Joker before he can get to us. Let's continue our study of the great boners of all time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to guess the Joker's next week. Why is there a book called The Greatest Boners of All Time? <laughs> It, it, it is easy to overlook the Matrix, considering that the other ones are kind of underwhelming. They're little, they're pretty convoluted, but the first one's pretty good. I feel like every mm-hmm. time I watch it, which unfortunately is on TV, uh, so it's not quite as good. I hate it when they always edit out my favorite line where he walks into this building. The street guards like, wait, wait, wait. You're like, you know, what do you got there? And he opens up his jacket and he's got all these. He's got like fifty guns. And he's like, holy shit! But on TV, he's like. Holy smokes. <laughs> and then, of course, there's that scene where Connor Reeves flips that guy off, but no, he can't, they can't flip him off on TV, so he just puts up his fist and his finger's gone. He gives him the flipper. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> the I love oh, that so pretty, much. That's, Instead that's of saying, let me that. give you the finger, he says, let me give you a flipper. <laughs> like, and he raises actually, his hand and puts it back if, there. If the flipper, if Connor Reeves giving the flipper had made it into the actual movie, I bet that would be like a cult thing. People would really be into that. <laughs> they just called it the flipper. That, that could work because he's like flipping in and out of worlds. You imagine if it was the flipper trilogy? Think about it. They'd rename the movie <laughs> the flipper. Isn't there a the dolphin flipper reloaded. series called Flipper? The flipper reloaded. He's <laughs> flipping you on the poster. I'm going to give you the flipper. Well, it's one of those like 3D posters where you like look at it one way, it looks so he like goes up and down. Really expensive poster campaign. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't just have a flipper that's up like this. It's just a fist. Flipper's got to go up and down. I see. Now we've established the rules of the flipper. I mean, before the Howard Shore score, if you wanted to know what Lord of the Rings sound like, you'd be thinking like, Frodo of the Nine Fingers <laughs> and his ring of gold. Is that Return of the King? That's Return of the King, okay. the musical, not not being confused with the Hobbit musical. Only two we got. Cut out the whole middle. The bad half of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Hello, listeners. It's your good friend, John. Thanking you for tuning in this week to check out some of our favorite moments. If you like what you heard, head on over to mildlypleased.com for more content. You can also find us on iTunes by searching either Mildly Pleased or Top 10 Thursdays. So until then, we'll see you when we see you. This is Top 10 Thursdays, signing off.